Attention women's wrestling fans and wrestling collectors. Ring Post Journal's 2021 Women's Wrestling Year in Review is now available worldwide on Amazon. This year's book includes an industry news timeline, event results from all around the globe, the top 10 stories of the year, win-loss records, and comprehensive statistic-based wrestler rankings for WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, Wrestling, NWA, and Ring of Honor. All of this, plus a one-on-one interview with Maria Canales Bennett as she explains the process behind rebuilding Ring of Honor's women's division. A portion of the proceeds will also be donated to a mental health organization in honor of the late Daphne. Happy reading, and author Colby Applegate thanks you for your continued support. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 237 of A Wrestling Gal Podcast, providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J. As today, I am joined by the mafiosa, Valentina Rossi. Now let's chat! Hello everybody, today I am joined by the mafiosa Valentina Rossi. So how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm fantastic to be chatting with you and very honored to be like your first podcast. You have such an exciting like background career, like everything <laughs> you're doing that I don't most people I think haven't done. But of course, I mean, reflecting back on your last year in 2021, wrestling or not personally or professionally, what are a few things that you are particularly proud of from your 2021? Um, well, 2021, I made my debut. And it's crazy because my first match was on AEW and people are like, how in the hell <laughs> was your first match there? Um, so it was a little nerve wracking, but an amazing experience. I wrestled Kylan King. She's amazing to work with. She knows what the hell she's doing. Um, am I out of curse? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just, I'm really proud of the fact that I debuted pretty late in the year. Um, I think I debuted in... July, I want to say. And I wrestled eight times on AW Dark Elevation and then also on NXT. So I think 2021 was a really great year for me. And I'm so excited to do it even more in 2022. Of course. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We'll get into all of the wrestling and stuff too. But I mean, besides wrestling, you also model, which I love like Wilhelmina <laughs> modeling. You signed there in 2015. I feel like most of us maybe heard of that through America's Next Top Model, which I love. Yeah. So that's exciting. So when or how did your modeling journey actually begin for you? So I actually started modeling when I was really young because my mom was working for Jive Records when that was like a thing. And she was putting together fashion shows for like Steve Madden, Limited 2. So I was modeling for like Limited 2 when I was like really young, but that like I was a really cute kid. But then once I started to get into like 
I want to say like elementary school, I started going through like a really awkward phase. I started getting like really frizzy hair and I was just kind of like chubby and like my nose was too big for my face. So I was like, um, I'm just going to like stop. And then I stopped doing it for like a really long time. And then when I was living in London, cause I lived in London for a year, I was like dancing full time and they needed students for like dancers to model for some of the art students. And I, I was like becoming a regular model for them. And I was like, damn, this is like, this is a lot of fun. Like, I love this. I love like the creative side of it. I just love like having the freedom to like, cause dance, there's a lot of freedom, but there's a lot of like structure as well. Whereas like modeling, there was like less structure. So I had more of a creative uh, like input. Um, whereas dance, I was just like doing what I was told. So I like loved it. And I signed with an agency out there for a little bit, but since I was American, it was hard to like get booked for stuff because you need a visa oh yeah and I was on a student visa so um when I came back home I finished my last year of college and then the second I graduated I was like I want a model so since I lived that's like two and a half hours from New York I was like well I could sign with an agency in New York or I could sign with an agency in Philly so I actually Philly was like way closer to me so I went to like an open call Wilhelmina I went to like all the open calls in New York. New York's a little tougher, um, but like once you're signed with an agency in Philly, it's way easier to get signed with an agency in New York. So I signed with Wilhelmina and then, yeah, they sent me on some stuff in New York and the rest is history. <laughs> now, would you say that you are commercial modeling, high fashion modeling, or are you kind of like well-rounded or like what is your, you wouldn't call it a genre or I guess concentration yeah. in modeling? So that's the thing. I like my agency didn't really know where to put me because I kind of like fit into every category. Okay. They like wanted to send me out for fashion stuff, but like I had boobs and like they wanted, like I did a lot of runway stuff, but like I just made the height requirement because they do like petite is five, six and under. And then like high fashion is like five, eight and a half. Five, Let me guess you're five, seven. I'm five, eight. Five, eight. Okay. Oh, like five nine is like just the cutoff for New York mm -hmm. so I was like oh but actually I think I've like grown from yoga if that that sounds so stupid but like I think I'm like closer to five nine now but like I think the modeling world just like rejected my height but um yeah and then I was doing like a lot of fitness stuff fitness was like where I was the most comfortable but like still not like the fitness world has changed a lot in the past five years. Like five years ago, they were just hiring skinny people as models. And like, now I see like commercials on TV for like tonal and stuff. And they're using real people. And I'm like, that's amazing because like the people buying these home workout things aren't going to look like Kylie Jenner or Kendall, whoever. So like, it's like good to see that they're using like real people for that stuff now. Cause those are the people buying the product. Um, but I was doing a lot of like yoga modeling, that kind of stuff. I loved doing commercial stuff, but I'm just like too awkward to do the fake like cheesy stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just very awkward. Like I was much more comfortable doing like editorial, moody, artsy, um, the like real stuff for some reason just like was not comfortable for me. So yeah, I've I kind of do a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, just going through your Instagram feed, there's a lot of cool, like artsy things that like looks like a paradise, but also some like <laughs> cooler. You, I've seen some cool stuff on your Instagram, and that's probably <laughs> not even all of it. So, do you kind of have a favorite or memorable photo shoot that you've ever done? Um, 
<laughs> yeah. So okay. this is crazy. I actually, my favorite photo shoot was probably Playboy. And the reason for that being wasn't even like the pictures. It was just like, that's the best I've ever felt. Like before I went to the Playboy Mansion, I was like, oh my God, like these girls are going to be skinnier. They're going to have fake boobs are going to be this, whatever, whatever. And like, it was when I first moved to LA. So I was like, I don't know what to expect. But then like, once I was there and I was like in my lingerie and everything, I just like felt like so confident. Like I've never been that confident in my life. And I just felt so amazing. And like, it's like people knew how confident I felt because like, that's when like the photographer approached me. And that's when I met Hugh Hefner. And I was just like, it was just like an all around like great night. And then like, I just think like when I look back on the pictures, I just remember like how great I felt. And that's like a great feeling. I would of like course. love to do it again, honestly. Like, I mean, I want to do Playboy. <laughs> of course, like confidence is key in anything that you're doing. Of course, like the, yeah. the you exude the confidence. You can see it through in like your work, I think, in anything you do. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now, you mentioned, too, like living in London for a year. That's <laughs> I mean, besides like driving on the opposite side of the road. What <laughs> else was your experience like they're living in London for a year? Um, It was so amazing. I love 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 London like I tried to move there I tried to stay there longer and like getting a work visa was close to impossible and I considered you know nannying being like something like that just so that I could get a visa but I wanted to be there for like modeling and dance and like if I was if I had a full-time job and I had to live with a family like they would be my full-time priority so mm -hmm. I was like just wouldn't really be worth it. And I didn't want to go on a, a student visa again because I didn't want more student debt. <laughs> so it just seemed like a waste. And I was like, oh, I like, I know I'm going to go back there someday. Like, I know that like, I will find my way back to London. So it's, I don't know. You just, you just know. Um, but like culture shock, it was just so funny because like, I thought they would just be the same, like, cause they speak <laughs> English. And I was like, oh, you know, it's just like, two English speaking countries. Like I won't have to worry about like a language barrier, but like, there's like small things that are silly that like, you wouldn't even, I remember one time I was like looking for this art exhibit and it was in this thing and it had the word mall in it. And I was like, mall, M-A-L-L, -L, it's mall. And it, I was lost for two hours. I kept asking people where the mall was and they were like, I don't know. And then like, finally this one guy was like, well, let me see the thing. So I like show him a screenshot. He was like, oh, the mall. And I was like, are you friggin' kidding me? The mal? Like people didn't know, like that's what I was trying to say. Just like little stuff like that. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so Jersey. Like, and like, I tried so hard to just like hide the fact that I was American when I was there. Like for a while I was telling people like, yeah, I'm Canadian. But then like, I would like quickly get caught in a lie because like, I, hear, I hear the Jersey in you just in the first <laughs> 10 minutes of talking to you. <laughs> it's so hard to cover up, especially when I get like excited or like, or even when I do get excited, people just think I'm angry and I'm like, no, I'm just excited. That's how I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So like, like, so mall, male, is it like M-A-I-L or no, like, just what is M-A-L-L and they were saying the, the male and what I was like, that? what? What is that? Like, just, it's just like a mall. Like oh, a, like so they pronounce it differently. Got yeah. it. I was like, oh my God. Like I wound up just like showing the guy the spelling and he was like, oh, you're saying it wrong. And I was like, oh, 
freight. Oh God, <laughs> wandering around for like two hours, poor girl. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I mean, you've gotten to experience some cool places like London and all of that. Maybe that is the coolest place. But for you, what you, through your experience traveling through modeling, what was the coolest place you got to explore or visit? Maybe it was London. Um, I did a lot of like traveling just because like once I was in London, it was just like so easy to like take a $25 plane ride, like over the puddle. And I think like for modeling specifically, probably the coolest place I've gone was Hawaii. Cause I was back and forth there a lot from when I lived in LA and like, I was in contact with this like bathing suit brand and they like flew me out the first time and like paid for my hotel and paid for the shoot, whatever. And then literally when I got home, like their website was gone, their Instagram was gone. And I was like, they were like, oh, we're like rebranding. And I was like, okay. And then I don't know if they just like never launched or what, but I was like, whatever, I got paid. And like, I didn't do anything sketchy. So I was like, all right, that's good. But um, favorite like countries I've been to though, like, I mean, Bora Bora was really cool, but I was there like filming a reality show. So I couldn't like venture off and explore I was like very contained in like the little bubble because they didn't want me to like off go off and like venture um but like favorite place that I've been I like want to say Indonesia just like Bali was just so cool like and there's just so much to do and see there I think I was there for like almost three weeks and it was not enough time and it was just like insane that they just number one think so highly of Americans like they're like really against like Uber and stuff there because it just messes with like the locals and like they're because you can like hire a private car a day for like twenty dollars, twenty American dollars. And I'm driving wow. like two hours away to go to like these temples and see this, whatever. And I remember I like tipped the guy like ten dollars on top of the twenty dollars and he was like so thankful and like freaked out. I was like, oh my God, if you like come back to Bali, like just call me. Here's my personal number. Cause I was like, it's like 10 bucks, but like to them it's like like the exchange rate's like insane so like they're just super thankful and the people there are so nice and I just like I love Asia like everyone does Europe first and like I see why and I like understand why and once I like did most of Europe or like did like what I the like you know typical touristy things then I was like oh you know what like I really want to go to Japan I really want to go to Bali I really want to go here so like I started exploring Asia more I was like oh my god like Asia is so cool and like each country is just so different it's just like insane it seems like it I've never been unless you count Canada outside of the U.S. <laughs> I've been to Canada multiple times since I'm near the Peace Bridge and everything yeah. so but my but I mean besides modeling <clears throat> you mentioned a reality show in Bora Bora yeah okay if you don't want to talk about it that's <laughs> it was just like so it was on vh1 and it was called dating naked and it oh, was like <laughs> i know what you're talking yes oh my god okay like it was right when i first started modeling and i was like and i remember like sitting down with my mom and talking about it and being like they they hit me up for like the first two seasons and I was like no and then they kind of tricked me with the third one because I had like applied to be on are you the one and they were like reality dating show shoot somewhere tropical and I was like oh it's got to be are you the one because they shoot in Hawaii and they like kind of tricked me and then like once they told me because they like got to the point where they're like we want to fly you out to LA for like the final round but like we have to tell you what show it's for and I was like what like and then they told me and I was like 
man, like, I don't know, like, it just, I don't know if this is going to like hurt me from getting other jobs in the future. And like, at the end of the day, like, it doesn't matter. Like I didn't do anything on the show. Like I never, I didn't hook up with anyone. I didn't fight with anyone. Like, I think I still like presented myself like in a good manner. So I like what I sat down with my mom and I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I want to do a reality show, but like this one show just keeps hitting me up. Like, what do I do? And she was like, I think if you do it, like you should just do it. Like, don't feel bad about it. Don't like, like, don't be shy. And she's like, but you just have to like sit and brainstorm. And my mom like sat down and brainstormed with me, like, okay, here's the things I'm not going to do. Here's how I'm going to act. So like, it was great that like, she was really supportive about that. And I didn't tell any of my friends because I didn't want them to make the decision for me if like they got in my head. So I wound up telling them like the day I like, Hey guys, I'm flying out to World War today. See you in like maybe two months. And like, it was just crazy because like board war was beautiful, but I didn't really get to see any of it. So you got to see a whole lot of something else. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my God. I remember that. I think, gosh, did I think it came out when I started high school or something? I don't remember, but I do. I remember the, like the promotional videos for it for the first couple seasons. This is a long while. Very weird concept of a show. Like why? I mean, I mean, they got, they got naked and afraid. I mean, they got some other, I don't, I don't know, girl, I don't know, but I mean, it's an experience for you. I mean, (laughs) and you got to experience Bora Bora for it. I I don't know if maybe you've gotten to travel there otherwise, who knows? I know. And it's so far and it's so expensive. It literally took me like two and a half days to get there. And I was like, just the flight alone. Like, I'm never going to be able to like, just afford to come here. (laughs) So I was like, well, Let's make the best of it. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, with all these travel experiences, I'm sure you've gotten to learn or engage in like a new language and all of that abroad. So do you, can you like teach me one word or phrase in any language of your choosing? <laughs> um, let me think. There was like one phrase that I like loved when I went okay. to Greece, like the Greeks and the Italians, which I didn't know this until I like went there and like really started like diving into the culture stupid as that sounds like I always like like to look up the culture and stuff like before I go there just because like number one I don't want to like offend anyone and like number two it just kind of like enhances the trip you know so I um like all the Greeks and the Italians like love each other which like I love because then it's like yay like we like each other and like all the Greeks would like come up to me and be like oh you're Italian I'd be like yeah but like American (laughs) whatever and they had this like saying I think it was like una faccia una ragazza or something which means like one face one race like oh Italians and Greeks like we're the same because their cultures are like super similar and I'm probably not even saying it right I'm like so Jersey when I say it (laughs) but (laughs) trying to learn Italian it's like really hard um but I'll get there. Everyone in my family speaks Italian pretty much except for me. So. Okay. So, I mean, you, you got a built-in right to you right there to practice <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> now, I mean, speaking of like food coming with culture is like food and all like the delicacies and stuff. What is the most unique or new food that you've tried during your travels? <laughs> I am like all about like trying the food of the land, whatever. And like, I will eat anything <laughs> once. So I'm like, when I went to Greece, I had sheep's brain Mm. and like, 
I was like stressing myself out, like the build for like eating it. It was like the smallest little piece too. And like, I remember like getting my spoon and just like resting it on top and it like stuck to it. Like, oh my God, so gross. And I was like sweating. I was like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I like took the smallest little scoop and like ate it and like chugged water. I was like, oh, I did it. I did it. So I don't know if that actually counts. But then when I was in Peru, I had guinea pig. That's like, they like only have it on special occasions. I know it's like weird to think about, but they mm. like, it's like a road into them. They like sell it on sticks, like a huge guinea oh pig my like God. On the side of the road. Yeah. I had it in like, um, like I went to this place and it was called like funky gourmet or something. And they did like, uh, they did like a, like a tasting. So they put guinea pig in there. So it's just like a little piece. And it was just like, it just tasted like pork to me. Like same texture and stuff, maybe a little chewier, but I was like, okay, I did it. Not going to eat this again. Yeah. It's probably the more mental psyching ourselves out thing. Then it's probably yeah. not as bad as, as we think it is, but it's yeah, still like a shock. At the end of the day, it's just like eating cow or chicken. Mm-hmm. Like why is this any different? But yeah. it's just like out of our culture. So, <laughs> and they're, they're like pets to us. Yeah, I think that might probably would have been it. Like the sheep's brain I, I, yeah. is a little bit more. I feel like I'd be more shocked by the guinea pig, like just on a stick. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I get you. I'll send it to you later. It's like the weirdest picture to the lady. It's just like, it's oh just my like God. It just looks like it was like singed in the fire. And I was like, oh. Ugh, yeah I'll ask you a question later about that <laughs> but I mean out of every place you've traveled to is there one place that you want to travel to that you haven't yet I really okay there's a few I really want to go to like Egypt I think like to see the pyramids and everything would be so cool um I've always wanted to go to Dubai um Thailand is like way up there I actually had a trip booked to Thailand like before the pandemic and then wound up having to cancel it mm-hmm. um and believe it or not this is crazy I've been to like so many countries but I've never been to Mexico and it's like right there but I feel like that's such a like girls trip kind of thing that like mm-hmm. I want to go and like be with like girlfriends and stuff like usually when I travel it's either like I don't know like most of the time it's like by myself yeah but- I mean can't Am I right? Cancun is like down there. I, I'm probably getting my geography yeah. wrong, but like, yeah, a lot of like girls trips I've seen have been like down in Mexico. Yeah. Like Cancun, Cabo, mm-hmm. like yeah. all those just like spring break, but I've never taken like that kind of trip really like a boozy trip. So <laughs> treat yourself girl. I mean, obviously I don't know the, the border restrictions and all of that, but but I mean, who knows? Treat yourself. It's it's fun too. Like going by yourself. I mean, of course your work, you're used to it, but I mean, it's fun to be with a group of people, you know? Yeah. Want to cut promos like your favorite wrestling legends? SmackTalkShowdown.com is the only place to buy the party game where smack-talking your opponents isn't just encouraged, it's required. Smack Talk Showdown is 550 unique cards featuring crazy characters, vicious feuds, and gimmick matches that help set the stage for your epic verbal smackdown. Go to the extreme with the Lewd Attitude expansion and go 
go head-to-head with promos you might want to keep between close friends? Go to smacktalkshowdown.com right now and use promo code GAL, that's G-A-L, to get $5 off of your purchase. Again, that's promo code GAL, G-A-L, for $5 off your order. Only at smacktalkshowdown.com. With modeling comes fashion, too. So how would you describe your personal fashion sense or style? So it's crazy. Like, I'm somehow, like, super girly, but also, like, the most girly tomboy. Like, I love, like, getting dressed up and stuff and, like, looking my best. But, like, I hate wearing dresses. I hate wearing dresses so much and I hate wearing heels anything to like get out of like an actual like stiletto heel like I'll wear like like heels but if the if the like heel is thick like a chunk then I'm like oh I'm in a safe or wedges yeah yes and I like hate and it's funny because like I was a ballerina like I spent how many years on my toes and I can't wear heels more than five minutes um but I love when people's like like personalities in the ring matches their fashion outside of the ring when they do like backstage interviews and stuff and like I since I have like the whole Italian thing going on like I have been channeling so hard just like like Versace inspired like I love wearing like guests with like the gold chains the gold hoops the like Versace print like I wore a tracksuit recently and it's like knockoff Versace and it's so comfy and I'm like this is perfect because it's so comfy but it's so fashionable like I love that like connection for like in and out of the ring I see that too kind of translated over into your ring gear like you got the gold and black going on yeah would you say that's kind of like the inspiration or vibe behind your ring gear is the mafiosa so it's funny I actually have two new sets of gear Mm. but stay tuned haven't worn them um like I didn't know what I wanted at first I wanted something very like glamorous and like the black and gold was the only thing that I could like come up with at the time and I kind of like left a lot of the creative up to like my gear maker because I was like this is my first set of gear like this is my this is my persona this is who I am um but like I think these colors would match perfectly and she was like okay and she I was like I want something very like over the top so if you want to just like cover it and like sparkles or whatever like fine by me she's like great so love that gear um it's probably it's probably time to retire it <laughs> um since I do have two new sets mm. uh but like now I like have like a style to go off of that it's going to be easier to make gear from here on out because everything's trial and error I'm still in like the early stages you know so more to come. <laughs> now, without giving too much away, can you give us one of the colors in one of the new gear? I mean, probably black. I mean, <laughs> that's a cop out. But yeah. is there, can you give us a little, like one other color that's in one of the color schemes? So the one set is black and gold. It's kind of okay. like, it's kind of similar to the other one, but just different. Okay. And then um, the other set is red and gold. Mm, got that <laughs> fire in you. Okay, okay. I see you. Okay. I'm very excited to see. Of course, everything's trial and error in anything you do. Um, yeah. But I mean, too, like drawing inspiration from like Versace and all of that. Maybe it's kind of somebody who has a similar one. Or whose ring gear game or aesthetic do you kind of admire today in professional wrestling? 
Oh my God. I, such a good question. I like, it's always the first thing you notice about someone. So anytime mm -hmm. someone like walks through a curtain or comes on the ramp, whatever, and they, their gear is just like, wow, like always a great start. Um, I am obsessed with Deanna Prazo's gear. Oh my God. I literally, so yeah, this is good. <laughs> like, I love her. And every mm -hmm. time she gets new gear, I'm like, how did you top the last one? And like, I just love her, like her pants with like the cutout yeah. and like, it's just, I love when people have like creative gear, like gear that's theirs and like her, like overall package, just like, she's an amazing wrestler and like the gear, like full package. Um, same thing, like Britt Baker, like always has a great tan, her makeup and hair is always perfect. Like her gear, like she has her set gear that like she can continue to like develop, if that makes sense. Like, you know how like people will have like their one set of gear, but then when they get a new set, it's like almost the same, just a new color. And yeah. it's like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like genius. I haven't found that yet for me, but I just love when people have like their gear that they can like do anything with. Mm -hmm. I love that too. And I know Deanna takes a lot of her stuff from like histor historical figures. Cause like that's what she's pursuing like for college right. and stuff like that. And like, you've seen that with like the Pope hat, you've seen it mm -hmm. with the robes and like, you can just see like the wheels turning, like people yes. find their sources of like inspiration yes. and, or like aesthetics or like color patterns and all that and like run with it. It yeah. works. It works. So I'm really excited to see what your next two gears look like, <laughs> because I personally, I loved your, your first one. I really did. I feel like it fit you very well, but I'm all about that evolution, especially to in ring gear too. I feel like it's an underrated factor. It definitely is. And it's hard to like get creative too, especially like, since there's only like so much you can do, yeah. but like you can do anything. So stay tuned. <laughs> okay. We're excited too. I mean, I'm also very curious. I mean, you're well accomplished in modeling. Like you said, you did ballet too. You went to college. So how or why did you make the move to pursue professional wrestling then? Um, so towards the end of my dance career, um, so dance is very like, this is the body type you should have. This is this, this is this. Um, like you have to have, like, you have to fit a specific mold and I didn't fit that mold. I had to kind of like force my body to do things that it wasn't meant to do. And by the end of my career, I was like, am I just doing this because I've been doing this my whole life and I'm just used to it. I thought this is what I've, I'm supposed to do, or am I still doing this because I actually love it? And I like lost my love for dance and it's crazy because like since then, like I haven't looked back. I have not once been like, man, I miss dance. And like, I thought that like a few months after I'd like have some sort of like breakdown or something being like, I miss it. What about like, whatever. But I like, don't miss it at all. And like, when I stopped dancing, I went full on with the modeling and like modeling's fun, but it wasn't enough for me. Like I love the like physicality and like performance of dance and something was just missing with the modeling. And when I was living in LA, I was like super depressed. I was like, man, this sucks. Like I'm traveling all the time, which I love, but like coming back to LA, like I was just like traveling to like get away from LA. 
like I hated it. And the whole like scene in LA is just overall very phony. I like did not fit in at all. Like I'm like this loud, obnoxious Jersey girl and like personality over there is just like not really accepted. (laughs) So I just like didn't fit in. I had like lost my personality. And then I like was on this casting website called LA Castings. And I saw something that was like, oh, do you, do you like glow? Do you like um, total divas? Whatever, like just total like casting call. Like, mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this? And like my friend was just on glow, like the Netflix show. So I was like, hmm, interesting. And I was like, that's, that's weird. Like wrestling like had kept like hinting at me because like I got reached out to about, um, I guess like WWE did this like show that was like, and I never saw it air anything. So I don't know what happened, but it was like a reality show that was like the next search for the total diva, whatever. Yeah. I remember, I think like Alexa, I know what you're talking about. I know what you, but it like nothing really came to fruition or am I thinking it's the one that aired on Apple TV or something? I know which one you're talking about though. Yeah, Go on. Yeah, because had like Tough Enough, which was cool, but this yeah. one was just like, you could tell that they were like looking for catty girl drama because and it, like I made it to the end and then they started like asking me about like shit that didn't even matter. Like, oh, are you in a relationship? Is your partner going to care if you go on this reality show and like this, this, this? And then like, they just kept asking me like, when you get mad, like what kind of mad, like do you have a temper? And I was like, this is so reality TV. Like, and, and it was supposed to be like a competition show. Like the girl that made it to the end, like got a contract. And I was like, sounds cool. Cause I didn't like know how to get into wrestling. Like I kept like getting little hints of it. And I was like, I don't really understand like how to get into it. So then I like went to that tryout. It wound up being for wow. Um, and I started training there and I was like, man, this is like awesome. Like it's just what I was looking for. Like performance wise, physicality wise, like, and then I just started like, I fell in love with it so fast. It's crazy. Cause like my boyfriend asked me all the time. He's like, I just don't understand like how, like, this is something that I wanted to do since I was little. Like, how did you just like wake up one day and decide to do this? Like, and I'm like, I don't like when you know, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like training there for a little bit, like a few months. And then like the pandemic hit and I was like depressed because at that point it was the only thing keeping me in LA. And cause I hated LA, but like, I can live anywhere if I like love my job. So then I started like researching, um, just like schools in Florida and stuff, because I knew that like, um, I knew that Orlando pretty much was like where the wrestling was. And, um, and also Florida was just open compared to LA, like yeah. LA still is like pretty much shut down to this day. Yeah. So I was like, Florida seems to be like the place where I need to be. So I literally called the owner of wow. I was like, I'm thinking about moving to Florida to train full time. And he was like, do it. So I literally moved the next week, like didn't even think twice about it and drove across the country. And I don't know, like when I think about it, it's just like crazy. Like how quickly I make decisions like that. Like, I didn't even think twice. I was like, okay, bye. (laughs) Like left my life out there. I was out there for almost four years. Um, but yeah, like since I did start later in life, cause I just turned 30, which is (laughs) 
hurts to say. You're 29 um, always. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's just, it's like crazy to think about because like I had a full other life and full other career and like now I'm doing this, like starting over is scary. It's, it's freaking scary, but like, I never want to look back and think like, what if so? But I mean, you, you seemed called to it. I mean, you, yeah. you, you were called to Florida, uh, traveling across the country. Honestly, though, if it's not something you're feeling called to, I don't think you would have made that move. So you were very, very serious about it. Obviously attending, I think my friend is actually co- going to Flatbacks this summer, ironically. Uh, where really? Sean, yeah, you trained at Flatbacks under Sean Spears and Tyler, <laughs> Tyler Breeze in Florida. <laughs> so, I mean, you kind of said that you moved to Florida anyways. So really, w- when you first started like training, I mean, that's got to be your years to modeling and all that and ballet but wrestling is a whole other ballpark I feel like so was there any like particular move or sequence that was like the most challenging when you first tried it out um I mean (laughs) so uh like in dance there's like your there's different like move sets that you're good at so some people are good at turning I was a turner some people are good at jumping some people are good at like moving slow and being graceful I was like a turner I hated jumping so like this is so stupid but like leapfrogs I struggled struggled with so bad I was like I cannot get my ass up like my legs are just like noodles like every time I go to leapfrog I would just like lift one leg up and let them like run under and I'd be like okay see ya (laughs) But like, luckily, like the good thing about wrestling is that like, if there's a move that you don't like or that you can't do, like, you don't have to do it. So there's ways around it. I don't, I don't leapfrog, but like, still to this day, I'm like, oh my God. Also, um, clotheslines over the top rope. For some reason, every time I do it, I just like fold in half over the rope and don't go over and just like rip the skin off my back. God. (laughs) It's great. It's really awesome. No battle royals all, yet. It'd be like easier. Huh? Yeah, no battle royals yet. Gosh. Nah, I did have one, but like, luckily the girl just literally threw me over the top. Okay. So, all right, good. Fair. Yeah, those those are interesting because I feel like, I mean, that, I don't know, how do you even like train your body to like shift your momentum? Like, I don't know. I don't know if you even can. Yeah. But I mean, it is what it is, but I mean, <laughs> you've been crafting yourself as the mafiosa and maybe it has to do with your Italian side. So yeah. for those who maybe aren't as familiar with your work, can you <laughs> kind of describe your in-ring persona or character? So I am the mafiosa Valentina Rossi. Um, I am from North Caldwell, New Jersey, which is also where Tony Soprano was from. Um, I'm a Jersey Italian, not to get confused with the Jersey Shore, <laughs> nothing like that, not related to drunk people, um, and also not like Italy, just Jersey Italian. Um, my dad owns a pizza shop. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's kind of great because it's it's just me. Like I'm just this obnoxious Jersey girl with a loud mouth, like. <laughs> it's just who I am. So it like works perfectly. I don't have to like, you know, pretend or anything. Um, very sassy, got that fire and it's great. Cause I'm starting to like incorporate like dance moves and like flexibility into like my moveset now. So it's very exciting. And like character development is always, it's always developing. It's yeah. always 
progressing. So I always find new things and I'm like, oh, a little thing. <laughs> and incorporate that. Yeah. Especially too, like when you're first, like at least since your debut, it's been less than a year at this point. So, yeah. I mean, it's ever evolving and ever learning in anything you do. But I mean, like you said, you had your kind of debut match on AEW, AEW Dark now several times. So kind of what are your takeaways from working with AEW? And I feel like kind of being thrust right into like a, a bigger <laughs> stage in your debut. I mean, I feel like maybe that'll prep you for, for better opportunities and getting ready for the big time. So basically what are your takeaways from your opportunities with AEW so far? Um, just, it's been so amazing. Like everyone that I've worked has been so professional, so nice, so easy to work with. So understanding of like my experience, um, and just like, it's addicting. Like when I go there, I'm like, yes. And then I'm like, I want more. When's the next taping book me. But like, it's just crazy. Cause I think people don't really understand like how I got to where I am now. And like our coaches always say work smarter, not harder. Like you don't like obviously work your ass off. That's goes without saying, but like, they don't see how many, like how many days a week I'm at training. They don't see like the character development, like they really drill in the small details, which is so important in wrestling because then if not, just like every match looks the same and they really teach you just like how to stand out. And it's like why I love flatback so much. Like they just work differently. And it's crazy. Cause like some of the things that I've learned there, like some people who were like signed elsewhere, don't like have never even heard of like some of the stuff that we learned. I'm like, I'm not, even, I'm like barely a year in, like, it's just crazy. Like they're so smart. And I just like love listening to them, like talk about wrestling too. Cause I'm like, damn, like, I can't wait to be on your level someday, but like, will I ever be on their level? Like they're just insanely smart. So maybe like 20 years in, not even, no, not 20 years, girl. I mean, you're learning from some of the best. Yeah. So I, and I feel like you have a lot of skills and I mean, having that experience like right away on kind of television, YouTube, whatever you want to call it, I feel like is a, a, a an opportunity that most people don't have in like a different experience. So yeah. I feel like even though you're maybe only a, not even a year and you're kind of a little bit ahead of most people, I would say. Yeah. So I don't know. I think you're on this upward trajectory and I have two more questions for you. I okay. mean, of course, I am very curious too. in between traveling, modeling and wrestling. How else do you even spend your time? <laughs> um, well, the girl's got to make money. Mm -hmm. So I like stream on a few different like streaming platforms. Mm -hmm. It's it's so funny because like there's just a lot of wrestling fans on there so they'll be like oh did you watch this last night did you watch this last night and like we'll literally just sit I'll be sitting there having my morning coffee and like talk about wrestling with these fans and it's just like insane that like there's people out there that love just as just as much as me so um yeah I like stream on different platforms um you know the gym is obviously important um I have a universal pass, so I go to universal a lot. <laughs> Shout out to my boyfriend. He got us universal pass for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, I don't really like go out or like have a social life anymore. Um, it like started off as me just like trying to stay disciplined 
And now I'm just like too tired and busy to like even dream of having a social mm-hmm. life. So ain't got time fine. for that. No, <laughs> I feel you in between like many jobs. I feel you on that. I don't maybe occasionally, but it's definitely not the same. I feel like part of it's the pandemic too, but you've been doing so much <laughs> that like, I mean, career oriented. And of course having fun though, universal though, at least you have that. Yeah. <laughs> and There's of course- like- go ahead three or four rides that like we'll go there and be like all right let's bang out these four rides and then leave and it's always like all the harry potter ones (laughs) is it are you a harry potter fan or is it just because of like the ride itself i so i always liked harry potter but i never like watched all the movies until this past year because my boyfriend loves harry potter so i was like oh let me give it a shot whatever and then I like quickly became obsessed and he got the universal passes and then we went and did all the Harry Potter stuff. And I was like, Oh my God. So now like, I wouldn't say I'm like, I haven't read the books. So I feel like I can't call myself like a big Harry Potter fan, but just like being at universal, like in all the Harry Potter stuff, it just like feels so like magical and cute. Mm-hmm. And just like, it's just amazing. Like I love it there. It's just so fun. Of course. I've never been, but I really, really want to go to Universal or either of the Disney's. I've never been to either. I feel like a lot of people have been to either one, but I just yeah. haven't. But it I seems fun. one in London where they like film the movie. Apparently that one's like insane. But when I was living there, it was like really expensive. So I was like, <sighs> oh gosh, I don't even want to know how much ticket prices are. I don't <laughs> even want to know, especially in this economy. <laughs> And like the exchange rate was like, oh yeah, that too. Like, I want to say like eight years ago, I lived there. So like the exchange rate was like insane. I remember I I would like text my mom, like, Hey mom, like I have to buy groceries. And she would like send me a hundred dollars and then it would like translate to like 60 pounds. And I was like, great. Oh my God. That's just insane. But I mean, traveling from country to country and yeah it's yeah. A, it's a whole thing but I mean you're out here kind of you're living your dream especially yeah. in professional wrestling so lastly what are some of your personal or professional goals that you'd like to accomplish in maybe the next two years in the next two years well obviously getting signed would be like the big one um I don't like have a preference of like a company right now I'm just like whoever wants to sign me like whoever's gonna pay me to do this for a living like would be awesome like I know some people like sway like oh I only want to work for this company I want to work for this company but like I don't I don't really have a preference like I just want to wrestle um so obviously getting signed is like a big one um there's like a few other smaller goals I don't like say though, because if they don't happen, I'm okay. You don't want to do that. I get that. <laughs> but yeah, obviously like getting signed is like the big one. Um, I do want to hit a hundred matches. I don't know, like realistically, like, I don't want to say by the end of the year, cause that sounds like a lot. I mean, like, that's it. You think that's at least two a week. Yeah. There's your I weekend I don't know. in two years, a hundred matches. Okay. So that's like one a week, basically. Yeah. I think that's very, again, assuming the world doesn't go and crumbles again, but I think that's very doable. I'm at, I think, I think I'm at like 14 now. And that's like counting like five seconds in this one battle royal, this one match where whatever, like counting matches all together. So a little far from that goal. I need to step it up. (laughs) I mean, you're more than 10% of the way there. Yeah. (laughs) 
there's that. I think it's very doable. But Valentina, before I let you go, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social medias? My Instagram is mafiosa.valentina and my Twitter is mafiosa Rossi. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. Valentina, thank you so much for joining me today. Honestly, it's very cool to hear all your different experiences. And I'm like, I feel like I'm vicariously living through you. (laughs) I have, like I said, I haven't been out of the States in forever. So thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. I had fun. (laughs) 